Welcome to this episode of My Wife is a Therapist. Let's get into it. The following may or may not have happened. Please, girl, tell me something. Yeah, what's going on? Allow me to be blunt, right? I want to be frank with you. Woman, since when you and you hot mouth self has ever need my permission to speak your mind, go ahead and say what you're going to say. <laughs> well, you know, I try for change, man. Oh, it's 2021. <laughs> Good luck with your change, you know? <laughs> go ahead, what's going on? What do you want to know? I want to know what you and Carlyle waiting for. What you are waiting for? Oh, Lord. Not not you and this again. You fed up asking this question? No, because y'all ain't getting any younger. Uh-uh. Continue studying me and Carlyle age. <laughs> As I've told you before, we are not ready for children. Children is just a whole different story, buddy. Yes, but think about it, though. They're worth it. They're worth it, no? All right. Since you like children so much, since you want me to have the joy of having these children, let me make a deal. All right, let me hear what's this deal. Let me hear. Good. I want you go, and I want you make some children. You can name the boy Carlel and the girl Carice, and we can pretend them is me children. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Shucks. Well, it's that time again, folks. We'll be bigging up persons who've been tuning in and reaching out and giving us feedback. Listen to the end to find out how you can get in touch with us. This week, we're shouting out... Sulan Brown, also known as Dr. Fung. Sulan finished the first season and was all caught up with season two in just a few days. She said, Confession time, I didn't get to listen to your podcast when you sent it. Halfway in, and you have me in a mixture of tears and laughter, but this is excellent. I must find a way to integrate you into my daily routine. A few days later, she said, I'm beginning to dislike this podcast. I hear talking to y'all and y'all and responding to me. Sulan discovered then that Kashif, her husband, was already listening a while before her. But she shared our podcast with people in her network and our listenership went all the way up. Sulan has just continued to send us all the love in the world that has us feeling all the feels. Sulan, thank you so much for your support, girl. Kashif, shout out to you for starting without Sulan. <laughs> you guys are amazing. You've been supporting us from day one of our marriage, and we are so grateful. Sulan, Kashif. Outside! You've stumped us. Yup, that's out. Gone with Eva. So thankfully, we haven't had this issue. Like that we just portrayed in the skit, like you just portrayed in the skit. Or <laughs> did you have this issue with people? Um, not really. Um, it's it's not been as bad as I thought it would be. I thought people would have been asking us about kids maybe after a year or something, but we mm. actually haven't had people asking us too much. You know, every now and then our parents would probably say, "So we all thinking one," <laughs> but not in a intrusive or overwhelming way. Mm. I don't think. 
Well, for those of you who are outside of the Caribbean or the Guyanese culture, it may sound very strange to you about why is it anyone's business when a couple would have children. It's actually quite common that people would often say you need to have children. Like That's the thing that people talk about on your wedding as well, yeah. giving wedding speeches and they speak about children. So yeah. that, that's why we're talking about this here and the outside pressures that some couples may face when it comes to children. And I guess now looking back at it, I don't remember anybody saying anything about kids in, at our wedding. Nobody gave speeches, remember? Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we had a select few yeah. people. And those people, well, they were our parents anyway. So they didn't have... And the best man. And, and the best man and best... And um, matron of honor. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. I mean, I've, I think what I have had is people saying, when you start getting children, you're going to see how much weight you're going to put on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which has been a it's probably a conversation for another time but i think that's probably the only thing i've had like people alluding to how my body is going to change which is another thing that is very common in our culture that people do comment on the way a woman's body looks i don't know why but it seems to be a topic that's always up for discussion mm. mm-hmm. so how do you know you're ready for children that's what i want to know so all these people that have children how do they know they're ready to have children i don't I think my friends who have had kids, they started to have a desire to have kids. Really? You know, they told me that they wanted, I want to start trying to have a baby. Um, so I think maybe there's that thing about having that desire to be a mommy <laughs> or, you know, to take the next step or to go to the next phase of life, I suppose. I don't know. And I do think that for women, we do tend to think a lot about the issues of having a biological clock that's ticking, but more so, you know, it's advised that we would have children before 35 because after 35, you know, there's lots of possibilities for higher possibilities, I suppose, for complications in childbearing and all these things. So are you a doctor now? No, baby. You remember the last time you gave um, Man. opinions outside of your specialty? Hey, we had to do boy. a retraction. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I just talk in, but why think, right? Really? I thought you'd like research this or something. Well, I mean, these are things that I've been reading mm-hmm. along the way. I don't know if things have changed now because I think that the science tends to change quite a bit. But yeah, that's what I've been told okay. also. <laughs> Listen, y'all don't take. Listen, you have a responsibility if you're listening to this. Go check it out for yourself. I don't know. In terms of when, when you were saying about the desire to have children, right? Mm. For me, that's a really interesting thing because I remember some people would think, oh, when you get married, your life done. You ain't get no freedom, whatever, whatever. Your life <laughs> yeah. done, right? But for me, I got married and it was it's been amazing, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't feel trapped or anything. It's been it's been wonderful. I'm very happy but, to hear this. Yeah, good. Compli- <laughs> yeah, it's a compliment to you, right? Yeah. So, but now though. When I think about having children, that's, what that's like when I feel like my life mm-hmm. is done, literally, because you bring these humans into the world, they didn't ask to come. That's what my father's always said, mm-hmm. and it's something that stuck with me. It's like, the children tell you they want to come? No, yeah. they didn't tell you. He said, you go and do whatever you want to do, <laughs> and the children are here. Now. So now it's your responsibility, now it's my responsibility yeah. to take care of these children, give them the best that they basically give them the best that I can give them, mm-hmm. right? So basically sacrifices a lot, do a lot of things for them. And then it just it just doesn't end. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to say for the next 18 years, that's still a lot of, a long time. Mm-hmm. But from what you've been hearing from people and parents and things like that, it seems like they're always concerned about me. They're always concerned about us. They're mm-hmm. always trying to help. Yeah. Right? So it never ends. It never so ends. So that's so I'm thinking like once I once we decide, okay. We're going to start trying to have children because once again, it's, that's not guarantee. It's not 100% no control. Mm-hmm. So now once we try to have children, we decide we try to have children. It's like, oh, 
it is it for me. I, I can't really think about myself as much anymore. Yeah. So that, that that's 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 something that I've been wrestling with and think a lot about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like we have a lot of flexibility uh, that we would not have <laughs> if we had kids. And I, I do. I suppose honestly. I, and I hope this doesn't sound bad. Anyone who knows me knows how much I love dogs. Mm-hmm. I have had a greater desire to have dogs. <laughs> I mean, like that longing. Uh, so when we got Dembe, for example, I had a, a, a great desire to have a, another dog um, as part of our family. And I don't have that same desire right now at this stage of my life for a baby necessary i mean there are times when yeah i i do think about what it would be like and and i do dream you wanted something i didn't tell you what you know (laughs) so carissa's brother got child the other day and they asked me to be the godfather i was like yeah I'll, I'll, i'll do it right and then i saw the picture of this child and then the child was playing. We was he was he sleeping. Was yeah, he sleeping was he, no. He was trying. To, he was fighting. He, he he was tired. He was falling asleep. His mother was shaking him to sleep, and he was falling asleep. And then he was fighting to sleep, <laughs> and then he was smiling. I was look so. I was like at that moment, I was like, I want a child. Really? That's like the first time that's ever happened to me in my <laughs> life. I was like, what is going on? I'm not going to tell this to Carice. <laughs> well, thank you for this podcast. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Yeah, that's and so I, I have those moments, yeah. When I see my friend Akia and you know her little baby girl and you know her son before that, her, her who's my godson, as I and I, I look back at pictures or I look at my niece Chrysanthi and I see photos of her. I think that there are times when I want to have a baby, but not necessarily to have a child. You see what I mean? Because having a baby, babies don't stay babies. They grow up and mm. then they even before they grow up. I mean, all of it they require that response. And it's hard. Any parent who is honest with you will tell you that it is hard work. Um, I'm sure that there are lots of joyful moments and, and all that, but it takes a lot out of you, um, especially as a, as a woman, you know, because you carry the goods mm. <laughs> and the baby, yeah. especially if you're planning to breastfeed and all of that, which, you know, in many cases is advised. If you it, it takes it takes a toll on a woman's body and, and I don't know how my body's going to respond to pregnancy and all that. So I think I think about all that could possibly happen with the journey to becoming a parent and all that. And it certainly is something that I want, but it's not something that I'm yearning for right now, if that makes sense. And I think people assume that when women decide not to have a baby or when they don't seem keen to have children like immediately it's because they and if there's someone like me it's oh she's a career woman it's not that I just don't have a desire to have a ch- I don't know if I would want a child now if I didn't have a career I don't I don't know um, but I'm just being honest about where I am right now and it's not that I am doing everything in my like I'm I'm still open to the will of God mm-hmm. um, so I wouldn't be devastated if we we, we happen to get pregnant now but it's just that I'm I'm being honest about the where I feel ready and my level of openness to having a child right now, I guess. One of my friends said, so I was asking them, I have, I have a group of friends and everyone, well, I have different groups of friends, right? But this particular group, so like three guys, two, three, yeah, three, three guys, they, they have children. So I said, I put in the group, I said, fellas, tell me how y'all know y'all are ready for have children. And one of them said they thought they were pregnant and then they realized that she wasn't pregnant 
and they were disappointed. Mm. And that's when he realized that they were that they actually wanted, wanted to have that they were ready to have children. Yeah. So it's very interesting for different people. Some people don't plan it, and then they it's here, and then they make the best of it, and they see, see how much joy this bundle of happiness brings into their life and yeah. things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think our parents would tell you that they don't feel burdened. I was a honeymoon baby. He was. <laughs> Listen, hi. <laughs> And I, I remember having a conversation and, and someone telling me, you know, um, you know, it's, it's OK, you know, children, they're a blessing and stuff. And then maybe a couple of weeks later, the same person in another conversation telling me, you think children eat? <laughs> <laughs> and I think I suppose, you know, on reflection on in that conversation, I think that where she was at the time and she told me the first bit, children are a blessing and they're amazing and da da da. That's probably where she was at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what was going on or the context of our discussion the weeks later, but I remember that. Mm-hmm. And I said, You see me? Y'all ain't gonna catch me. <laughs> I don't think that our parents would say that having us and, and having that concern and that interest in us and all that feels like a burden for them. I do think that I get the impression that our parents like us. Like they really love being parents to us and i think that maybe that's what happens for some people that for most parents that they just fall in love with this person that they've raised and the children bring joy to them if they you know to watch them grow up and all that there might be something that's beautiful about that but i think that it's okay also to have these kinds of conversations to figure out where you're at another thing that i felt was i feel is really important is that I mean, yes, okay, so we're Christians and we are, like I said, open to the will of God. But I do think that the couple needs to have these ongoing conversations about where they are individually. So as a as a wife, I need to be honest with you as my husband and say, you know, I don't think that I am ready right now rather than... A- you remember, um, <laughs> this uh, we had like not really conflicts, but like... We were in different spaces at different times, especially because we before we married, we had a conversation about having children, about how many children we, we wanted to have and things like that. But it was like a point in our marriage where Carice was like talking about this and asking me where I see myself and when you want children and things like that. And then I was like, all right, the only reason I want children is because I want my father, I want my parents to have grandchildren. You and then Carice just shut work. it down with Carice. <laughs> Carice said, not at all. I can wait until you are ready. And I thought it was amazing because sometimes people, you often hear things where people say some women try to get pregnant in uplifted comments to be able to trap the man mm-hmm. or, or things like these. Mm-hmm. I think that would bring make them make them happier or make him stay. Or sometimes people would say, if you have a child, that's going to change how you are. But I thought it was really amazing of you not to try to, it was amazing of you to see that I probably wasn't ready for it mm-hmm. and the reason was wrong mm-hmm. and you you were like, okay, no, that's not that's not healthy. Yeah, and I, I do think that, you know, I, I am thinking about that. I'm thinking about, and we both are at that place, aren't we? Where we're thinking about our parents. Well, your parents more so because my, my, my parents, well, my mom is a grandmother already yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. But, but your parents are not yet grandparents and i know that they're looking forward to that i know they don't talk about it a lot Mm -hmm. dad might just say every now and then you know i i'm looking forward to the day (laughs) (laughs) but but not in a pressuring way which i've really really appreciated um and my dad pastor daily he would say oh you know so i I want i want grandchildren man Mm. you know but again not in a pressuring way it's just a very lovely endearing i want to have this next they also are at that place i think in their lives where they want to have that experience of 
the next generation of Collins, I mm-hmm. suppose. But I think that that's not enough. You know, exactly. Yeah. It's not enough. They don't. They're not gonna have any baby. They're crying. Exactly. Yeah. They're done. Went through it. You know, with <laughs> you and me. Exactly. It's your turn now. <laughs> it's our turn. <laughs> and you know, yes, I, I do. I'm sure that our parents would be willing to come here and support us whenever that that time does come and stuff. And I know, mommy would love to just be here to make it easier for us. But they have to go home at some point, mm-hmm. and we have to still figure out how we're gonna raise these picnic. <laughs> what we're gonna do to make sure that these kids grow up in the fear of the Lord and they grow up to have access to all of the things that they need to have access to da 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 so I think that it's really important for for that ongoing conversation to happen because you'll just never know where you are if you don't talk you know and and as my husband I want to respect where you are in your journey of wanting to have kids and all that it was very, it was very, it was very strange. Just now, as my husband was like, well, "What? What is she talking about? Why are you talking about me?" <laughs> yeah. But I think also because we're in the midst at the moment of making some very, I guess, could be life-altering decisions, mm-hmm. and not having children kind of, I think, simplifies it. Mm-hmm. Because if you had children, there are certain things you couldn't do because children are in the mix and you just need to um, be concerned about their best interests, or maybe. Having children could simplify it for you because you know you can do certain things. So the options are just stripped to the to the bare, barest minimum. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Maybe we should. Do you want to have a kid? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Not to help us make decisions. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's. And again, that and I think that's that's the important thing is that it, there has to be the your heart has to be in the right place. It can't just be that you just trying to populate the earth. I mean, come on. <laughs> the earth is already populated. Right. right? <laughs> um, and it can't just be that you just want this child to come and help you to achieve hmm. your life goals i think that there's something wrong with that i want to my have my child has to be a cricketer yeah yeah <laughs> and my child has to become that lawyer that i wanted to be at some point and i it's not that's not up to me you know th- those are things and i think that's what then leads to parents trying to live vicariously through their kids because you know i went through to bring you into this world and you, you know and it's it's so unfair to the children so i think I think that it's important to continue to have these ongoing conversations and to not allow yourself to be pressured by other people. An interesting thing that I have discovered is that parents who are young, I mean, like they're young in the parenting game, like mm. so they've got toddlers mm. at least, will will say something different from people who already have children who are in university. Ah, okay, okay, yeah, right? yeah. And I actually saw this play out before me when I was at this women's event, right? So this older woman came to me. And she said, come on, you know, you, you got to hurry up and, you know, you and you and Neil, y'all got to make sure y'all you know, have, have yeah, children nice, you know. Mm-hmm. She already had grown kids. I was sitting next to a younger person who had like this, I think the, the child was about four, mm-hmm. running around. She said, Carice, take your time. You hear what I tell you? (laughs) And I think that there is something about being in the thick of it, you know, in those early years and just trying to find your footing, missing perhaps even 
what life was like when it was just you and your spouse and now having this introduction of this little human with their own personality and you've just caught you barely made it through you know you didn't sleep for the last three years mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. barely made it through but i like sleep by oh my but, god but i don't and know what children to you. don't like you sleep they don't i don't even like you sleep <laughs> that's children. true that's true yeah <laughs> all right so i think that there's something you know the, the conversation is different for young parents and i think the older parents they just forget mm. they forget what it's like and maybe they have they do have a different perspective yeah because now it feels worth it exactly but remember, exactly remember when you went through something hard and then you look back at it years later you f- it feel like it feels like a badge of honor mm-hmm. so you look back at it and you may not necessarily remember the day-to-day struggle of it but you remember going through this tough thing and you look back and you say yes it passed through that it's good it's a good thing yeah but, but then, tell yeah. the whole story yeah you yeah. hear because <laughs> because i just and i'm it's not that i don't want to do i'm sure that if we did you know the lord surprised us with <laughs> his own timing as god does do sometimes you know and we do have a child we will rise to the occasion we absolutely will and we will love that child mm-hmm. just the same as we probably would love a child you know at any other time in our lives so it's not a question of whether we would be open to taking that on i mean we'll, what are we gonna do we're gonna do it we're gonna go through it but but i do think that there is wisdom in just again checking out with yourself and allowing your heart you know as again we are christians being led by god in terms of being open to the experiences the lord wants us to have and all that but i think it's also okay to not be in that place where it feels like i have to rush in and do this thing because this is what you're supposed to do after two years because that's like the standard it seems after two years of marriage you should be considering having a child or we should start to see you know some sort of action or movement towards having a kid but it's it's just our journey by itself has not been typical typical Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you know i i just feel like the, the space that we create has to be something that we are comfortable with rather than allowing other people to you know dictate to us where we should go and and what we should do and all that and you know you were talking about how um or I think we've both mentioned how life is going to be different. And I I just wish people would just acknowledge that. Right now, I remembered perhaps a month a few months into marriage, we both acknowledged that we could we could appreciate why people would actually get married and decide we don't want to have kids. Because the responsibility level is different. You know, we could wake up on a Saturday morning and decide we're just going to stay in bed. <laughs> we're not going to do anything. We're just going to climb. We're going to eat whenever we want to eat, eat whatever we want yeah, to eat as yeah. well. We're going to just, oh my gosh. you know, yeah. but, but kids, you have to be thinking about making sure that this child gets enough sleep, which, mm-hmm. which you have to fight them down to actually get. <laughs> Until your teenagers when they want to sleep all the time. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, you got to fight them down. You got to make sure that they're eating and getting the proper nutrition. So you can't just cook, sausages and hot dog bread you know i mean yeah shout out to the the families who struggling man you know it's hard it's hard to find things that the children like to eat which is not a thing yeah yeah and i'm i if they're any if my kids are going to be anything like me they will be picky eaters Mm. i my mother had hell (laughs) to actually get me to eat stuff so you you 
the rules are different. So I just wish that people would stop acting like it's just, you know, children. Yeah, man, you're going to figure it out. Yes, okay, we'll figure it out. But there will, there will, if you want to do parenting, I think deliberately then it does require some amount of preparation and i just want to acknowledge that i'm sure that life is going to be different my friends are honest enough to say to me that sometimes they do miss the dinners for two mm -hmm. <laughs> no you got these kids running all over the place i don't want to eat no macaroni <laughs> me I like sausage mommy i don't eat chicken <laughs> and it's just like oh how do you figure out all of this i'm sure again there's joy and all of that but acknowledge with me friends that there is stress and as brother troy would say you know, and you still got to buy white gold, which you, you know, formula. Milk is expensive. <laughs> formula, yeah. It's expensive. Diapers. <laughs> yeah. You know, Akia told me she went through boxes of, I think it was like boxes of diaper, diapers, pampers mm -hmm. in one week. And it's just like, how do parents do this? <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. And I think that it's it's okay to acknowledge that things are going to change. And some of those changes might be great changes. I'm sure that there's also joy that children bring to families. I'm sure that, you know, it's nice to not just have these two people or to see yourself in this other little person. But there's also the other thing that you can't just pick up and decide that you're going to go on a vacation with, you know, at any time in the year. You can just take a leave. You can't take a leave and the children in school. You're crazy. <laughs> you can't just get up and go on, just fly halfway around the world. <laughs> There are lots of other things you got to consider. Child care is expensive, mm -hmm. especially in this part of the world. Ning on aunties living next door. Carly and Keisha in the hay. So there's just lots of stuff that, that needs to be considered. And I think that the conversation needs to be opened up a little bit more so that people are not demonizing couples who are choosing to just take their time. And yes, I do know that with waiting depending on what you've been doing with waiting you know in, in terms of if you've been using certain types of contraceptives and all that 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 in itself can make things a little bit more complicated for you mm -hmm. i think there you know there are consequences either way mm -hmm. yeah so i i just wish that the conversation was a bit more balanced is what i'm saying <laughs> And now for therapy apps. If you didn't know, my wife is a therapist. I'll ask her to put on her therapist hat and share some pointers with you for how to navigate situations like this that might arise in your relationships. Children are a blessing from God. I believe that with all my heart. I also think that if you're going to do parenting well, children require preparation because they are a great responsibility. I want to acknowledge here that I know that this discussion is not as simple as we've made it. I know that this might be deeply painful for persons who've been trying desperately to have children and who have endured heartbreak and disappointment from being either childless or child-free. My heart goes out to you. There's not much I want to say about this, as I believe the decisions around childbearing and parenting are between you and your spouse. But before you even make a lifelong commitment to your partner, I also think it's important to talk openly to ensure you're both on the same page on the things that matter to you. Conversations about whether you want to have children and whether you're able to have kids are so important. 
since being on a different page where these issues are concerned can lead to so much conflict and heartbreak down the road. How many children do you want? Where and how do you plan to raise them? How do you think you'd feel if you realized you're unable to have children together? Would that be a deal breaker for you? I know these can be really scary conversations to have, but talk it out and understand that your partner's perspectives may also change over time. So check in as often as you can. And once you've made your decisions together, I believe it's important to keep your boundaries clear by not allowing interference from others, no matter how well-intentioned they may be. People will always have opinions about how you should live your life, but it's so important to protect the integrity and separateness of your relationship by determining what you allow into the sacred quarters of your marriage. You have that right, and you certainly have that power. Thank you for those wise words, babe. You're welcome. And thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you found this enjoyable, please recommend this podcast to one friend who you know will find it useful. We'd appreciate it. And we'd love to hear from you. So send us an email at mywifeisatherapist at gmail.com. And remember, my wife is not just a therapist. She is an excellent therapist. Therapist.